The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, June 25th, 2022. This week, we'll be digging into Dave's Humidor. Yes, we ran out of material for the show. We're digging into Dave's Humidor. We'll do an inventory and a taste test of some of the cigars in my personal humidor. And peek into Mr. Jonathan's and Barry's, too. While we're at it, welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, the Cigar Authority is the most listened-to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. You know, putting show notes together, sometimes I look at them and I say, this is going to be a good show and it doesn't turn out that way. This is one that I look at at the show notes and I go... There's no show here. We have no show, basically. I'm doing an inventory of the products I have in my personal humidor. That's the show, but we'll see how it turns out. Sometimes it was surprised and said, no, that was good, or it wasn't so bad, or what the hell were you thinking here? Hey, we'll uh, actually be talking about cigars, so that'll be that's a huge it. win. That's it. I'll mention a lot of cigars, that's for sure. Ed Sullivan is away. He's in North Dakota or something like that. And we have Chrissy from the Ash Holes. G'day, g'day. Hey, hey. Hi. Uh, who uh, we did a show where you were getting a humidor. Did yeah, you get one? Not yet. All right. Not so you yet. have nothing in your humidor. No. All right. Just in my little travel humidor. All right. You got a travel humidor. Maybe we'll get to that. But yeah, thanks for having me. I, 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 it's nice to see you guys finally are taking yourself seriously and you called up. The there we go. We'll, let's see what you got. We'll it's, be watching. <laughs> definitely easier on the eyes turning to the right and seeing her over there. You Ed go. Sullivan. Don't your neck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get to it. Let's light up the first cigar and uh, see what this is all about, Barry Stein. Well, today's first cigar is the Buffalo 10 Maduro, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by El Artista Cigars. The size is a 6x50 Toro, and it features a San Andreas Maduro wrapper over Dominican Negrita binder. What? Dominican Negrita. Okay. N-E-G-R-I-T-A. And the fillers are 7-plus year aged T13 Dominican Hybrid. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and the single will set you back five nineteen, while a bundle of twenty is eighty nine ninety nine, which comes out to just four forty nine per cigar. That's a savings of almost fourteen dollars or thirteen percent off the bundle price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. At that price, amazing. It could suck a little bit, right, and still be okay. <laughs> It's unbelievable how low priced the cigar is and how good it is for the money. It's, it's amazing cigar. This is the care package? Yes, sir. 
this is something maybe you wouldn't have picked up because you said it's too cheap. It's not going to be good. I'm glad you have it because you're going to be surprised how good the cigar is for the money. All right. Um, it is Buffalo 10, by the way, uh, in seventh grade, I believe. That was, going, that was um, what people called me for a while. Buffalo. Like making fun of the kid or some Garofalo. Buffalo. I didn't like it. Not very original. No, again, it was seventh seventh grade. So there were some fights over it. Did you have the same fingers? I did. That's a golden opportunity that they just (laughs) let slide by. Uh, Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality. Tradition and excellence. Excellence. Hey, I'm here, and uh, I was really looking forward to the Perdomo 30th anniversary coming to the show, but I heard it's not. It is not ready. It is not ready. You know, I'm doing a little count right now. There's more feminine people here than masculine people. Yeah, they heard I was coming. Jonathan, Chrissy. What? <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today Cheap with shot, the Dave. Intimidator. Hey, they called me Buffalo. It was kept kind of lousy, so. Vertigo. Here we go. It features four jets, a color-changing flame, a neck that bends so it's much more comfortable in your pocket, easy adjustment at the bottom, and those jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, all for the low price of $29.99. That is the Intimidator with a price that won't intimidate. This is the best lighter for golfing. Cold draw is dough, not toast, dough oh. with raisins in it. So a little yeasty, you're saying? Yes, the- as a cold draw. That red flame is awesome. Dude. It is. <laughs> How much for this lighter again? Twenty nine ninety nine. It's worth it just to wow the guests that yep. come over. I'm wowed. That was worth $30. Mm. That's why it's the ultimate golf lighter, because you're on the course. It's a bright, sunny day. You're not going to see the, the flame with this changing colors. It's perfect for the links. Oh, I did that on the porch the other day. I didn't think the lighter was on, so I put my hand over it like a schmuck and instantly burnt my everybody, hand. Everybody does it okay, once. Cool, cool. But if you had this lighter, once it wouldn't only. happen, right? Exactly. Yeah. little snug draw, but a good draw. Mm-hmm. I like it a little, little snug like this. Me too. You got to pull. You got to work for it a little bit. That's for the um, for the box press that's going on here. Mm-hmm. A little spicy lemongrass going on on the initial. Spicy? Spicy, I get. I haven't had enough lemongrass in my life. I don't think I've ever had lemongrass. Lemongrass. I have. Is it lemony? Yeah. You know why they call it lemongrass? You got a pen on your side of your head. I, I, I want to give him a deli one. order. What is it? I want to give him a deli order. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so it was actually good to go through this. We, you know we do it every single day at Two Guys Smoke Shop. We do inventory. Mm-hmm. All three stores, online, everything. There's an inventory, what do they call that? Cycle count. Cycle, that it does it. And yet, my personal humidor, I don't do inventory ever. It's rare for you to pull stuff out. When you do, it's awesome because you not only do I get to smoke something that's pretty exceptional, but... It's awesome to hear the stories behind. They have a what's story why I would put it in there. Because would you be don't. A there's a lot of stuff that comes through the store, yeah. and you don't say, "Give me a box of those for my no. humidor." It's got to be a reason. Very, you gonna, very rare. You're going to do another count when you come back from PCA to make sure that you know there was no loss. 
In my personal humidor? Yeah. Nah. And, and I'll explain why, because I have humidors and trays and different rows, and there's certain things you don't touch and certain things you do touch. Um, sealed boxes, I'm very good. If I have a sealed box, I don't open it, and it's okay. Once I open it, like today, I'm going to open something in the yeah. next hour, it's going to be gone, and that's going to be the end of it. So I have to know that when I'm cutting the seal off to say, okay, this is it. It's over. It's over. So you're like me. Once you open something, you have to finish it before you open something new. Bag of potato chips, yep. can of peanuts. Same here. It doesn't matter how big it is. It's all going. So let's just end this. doesn't matter how much is on my plate. I'm eating it all. I'm going to eat. Eight minutes and 45 seconds it took to get to the food discussion. <laughs> there we go. All right. So uh, I started with my home. Uh, a question already came up. How many humidors do you have at home? I have three. So I have two tabletops, both very large, and one cabinet. And um, what about you? What do you got? I have an unused desktop that's massive. No cigars in it. There's no cigars Never in has it. Never has been. No, that used to be my main humidor. My brother and I built this monstrosity I have now, and that holds everything. So you just got it all in one. Yeah. The drawers are big enough to store boxes. No tabletops. None. Very smart, but... I only have to maintain one unit. I wonder how many I've had over the years, because the little ones, I've given them away and stuff, because it's just ridiculously too small. If you got a humidor that holds a box of cigars, what the hell are you going to do with that? Okay, Barry, what do you got? I got a... I'll call it a half cabinet. Okay. You know, it's not six feet. It's probably two and a half feet. Um, is it a it, end table? No, it's it's a stand up cabinet, but I have it on top of a table. Okay, so uh, I have to bend over. I get it. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't want to have to get down on my knees to yeah. see what's in there. Uh, but that's that's currently what I have with about eight to ten cigars in it. Singles. Yeah. No boxes of cigars. No boxes. You got all boxes? I have a. There's a few singles in there. That stuff that is sentimental, but yeah. Uh, that I probably never smoke. I get it. And Chris, I'm like Chrissy you. has a travel humidor. How many cigars do you have in your travel humidor? <laughs> I have the remainder of my cigar authority Lanceros. So there's a handful of those left in there. And I have an unnamed one. It was that the test one that had the three different wrappers on it. Oh. And oh, and my Proderma 20th anniversary. All right. Always. All right. So that's what's in yours. We yeah. can get a load of what I have. Um, so how big should your humidor be? Bigger than you think it should be. Always. Mm-hmm. Bigger than you think it the should be. The number of times that I've had the I told you so conversation with a customer, <laughs> all I need is the 40 count. Nope. Right. Whatever you came in for, it, we're not upselling you. We're doing you a favor. The guy that Get has the a 40 one. count that's going to be successful with a 40 count is the guy that smokes three cigars a year. That guy needs a 40 count. If you smoke more than three cigars a year... You need at least a 90, if not 150. Yeah, before I was in the cigar industry, I, I bought like a 100-count humidor that lasted me. I was like, all right, I need another one. And by the end of it, I had four 100-count humidors in my house. Now I work in a cigar shop, so. Yeah, but people come over, you're at home. I, I'll buy a box uh, or I'll load up on a, on a bunch of singles and I'll make sure right people Right before have, it happens. Right. 
But if somebody surprised you, like if I surprised you right now, I went over the house. Uh, I'll have cigars. Every Friday when I leave work, I, I load up on, on, yeah. on cigars for the weekend. So is the problem that whatever's there, you're going to go through, so you might as well not have it. It's like yeah. I, you know, ice cream in the refrigerator. You might as well not put it there because yeah, I, well, so for starters, it'll melt. But as soon as you open up the, the half gallon, yeah. you're sitting there with the spoon. And you're <laughs> yeah, yeah the it's gone. Yeah. Yep. It's, all right, so that's 12 minutes in. Food number two. You keeping track of this? All right, so let's go to my tabletop humidors. One tabletop humidor I got as a gift. Both of them are gifts. And it is the Perdomo. ready to start drinking. It is the Perdomo humidor, and it is filled with nothing but Perdomos. And nothing but, there's five different Perdomos in there, but they're all Connecticut, and there's more than a box of each. I mean, it holds a lot. Remember that big oh, giant yeah, it's humidor? Massive. So there's a lot of cigars. But there's nothing but Connecticut. If you want the Sun Grown or the Maduro, there's nothing but Connecticut in it. Now, I don't know if you know this, but you own a cigar store and you have inventory of the other wrappers. It's full. I can't fit another cigar in it. It's totally full. So there's not one missing. Bring home a couple singles and then smoke a couple singles and start replacing them with. Why? Because I may want one. I don't really smoke the Connecticut. All right. See. I like his Sun Grown and Maduro so better. So I'm letting you know in advance what, what that is. There's a lot of cigars in it. So I have to come pack, and if I Some go to Some of them house. that we don't even carry. Um, so that's the Perdomo humidor. Then next to that is the Cohiba 50th anniversary humidor. This is the one that came out for Cohiba's 50th anniversary in Cuba. And... Um, Nelson Alfonso made it, and it was a gift from him to me, and there's nothing but Cohibas and some other Cuban cigars. For whatever reason, I get the Cuban cigars that are in the other humidor, and I put them in the Cuban humidor. I don't know why. segregation going yes. on there. Is that but, wrong? Oh, no, it's actually smart because it, it, they're real, for starters, yeah. so they've never been frozen and if a spike in temperature ever happened and you ended up with a beetle problem, yeah. it's contained in that one unit. Yeah, so that's my Cuban humidor. and Your that's Cubador? Cubador. Cubador. I got a Perdomo humidor and a Cuban hum- humidor, and then all others, uh, and lots of all others. And all others uh, are in the cabinet humidor, and the cabinet is, what, six feet tall, at maybe least. more? Yeah, at least. Um, there's, I think, Four different shelves um, and a compartment that holds singles. And at one time, I used to have the angle, had them angled and displayed like a cigar store would be displayed, which was all and well and good, but it doesn't hold that much. Right. So I've flattened them and now put them. You play Tetris with every shelf. Correct. Yeah. And there's, bo- there's full boxes filled on every single shelf. And when I do take a single out, I'm one less, but it's still the same. The whole box stays until there's, when there's one or two left, one, the box comes out, and then the singles go into the single the tray. tray. And so there's a whole mixture of single trays in there. So uh, looks like a little over 500 cigars that are in that humidor right now. Not all that full, right? I got, I got plenty of room yeah. because there's a lot more over here. I have two boxes of Liga Pavada Commemorative Collection 2018. Do you even know what it is? They're Don't sealed. even know what it is. Was it something you got at the trade show? I have no idea. So whatever it was, it looked like it was cool, and I put them in there, 
and I checked it out, and I said, why did I save these? 2018 commemorative um, yeah, I League was, of Pavadas. I was working for you here. I don't remember those being for sale. Okay. So that might have been uh, Maybe. thank you for being a loyal customer type of yeah, thing. I don't know. Um, and the League of Pavadas, they're probably strong, and I probably won't want it myself. So when you come over, you say, I'll have one of those League of Pavadas or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I have a like, box. How does that? How does that make you feel if somebody looks at something like that and says, "Oh, I like brand X," and I see you have an unopened box there? I would feel funny asking you for one. I wouldn't Good, ask. take something from the single because I I wouldn't want you to open a box for me. No, say I knew like Barry's a Liga Pavada guy. He'd smoke Liga Pavada, so I'd say he'd say, "Well, grab me something," and I'd say, "Oh, how about these Liga Pavada commemorative whatever?" And he'd say. I never even saw these before. Perfect. There's the perfect item for him. That's what it's for. Or if Jonathan Drew came over the house, I'd say, oh, look at this. How about having one of these? Oh, my God, I haven't seen those in five years. What's that? You know, yep. let's have that. Um, I have one box of Davidoff art collection. This is with the square. With yeah, the, I remember it's that. It's a reddish color. I- I don't know what year that came out in. It's number 21 of 1,000 boxes made. I want to say that was 17. Yeah. It's sealed. I don't know what, what's inside, um, but the, it was a pretty box. Is that why I did that? I have no idea. One box of Davidoff Year of the Ox. That's the Davidoff Gordo, the thick one. I'll tell you off the year why you have both of those. Really? Yeah. Okay. One box of Aladino Patton Candela, one of one. There was only one box made. I believe five singles are gone because we had it on the show with him. And this is a giant eight and a half inch, maybe nine inch, um, big ring gauge, gigantic cigar, all Candela. Uh, a box of Garofalo La Familia. Um, and I have various boxes of, of them because if you're at the Garofalo house, and I say, what do you want? You may say Garofalo, so I'm ready for it, and I smoke them anyway. And Garofalo Family Legacy, various boxes, so we got each wrap of color. And La Gianna, various, because Gianna lives there, and various boxes of that. That's stuff I would normally always keep and have. It's a holiday, and everybody wants a cigar. Um, A box of Cusano 18, It's a Boy, for James that I was given this from Davidoff a year ago when James was born, and uh, I still have the box. So that becomes one of the cigars you smoke on his 21st birthday? Well, you know how it must be old to begin with. Yeah. Cusano with the boy. I mean, they must be... Oh, let's get rid of this inventory. Old. It's going to be like you. Well, with I the, love it. I couldn't the cigar be happy authority with authority Lanceros ten years from now. Here, I, take this as a gift. I couldn't be happier. <laughs> um, a box of Zeno Davidoff New Hampshire edition. Remember that? Yeah, Remember I that. have one. So I have one at home, and I believe I have some here. A box of La Flor Dominicana Miami football edition. When I went to the Super Bowl in yeah. Miami. I bought it at the cigar store that was there and some singles. I smoked the singles, but I got a sealed box. The Patriots are always in these Super Bowls or always were in the Super Bowls, but it's where the Super Bowl happens. Right. So I went to a Super Bowl, able to get it. That's when you hung out and had a cigar with Cam Newton. Yes. That's where you basically caused the entire pandemic. Right happened right after. Yep. I have Toscanos at home. As you should. I have a box of Dominican Cohiba XV. 
Extra Vigarioso was called. Do you remember that at all? No. Made by David Garofalo. Oh, you I rolled, rolled it in the factory. Yes, I did. And a box rolled by Angela Garofalo. I took my mother with me, and we made them. And they look terrible. The box looks nice, but inside, you look at the cigars. They look terrible. A box of Saint and Sinner's five-year anniversary. That's, what are they up to now, 10? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and um, a box of It's a Boy for James made special for him from somebody. Terrible, I should know who it is. I, I don't know off the top of my head who made that. Maybe flip it over. Maybe you wrote it on it. Maybe, maybe. So um, that is um, the full. Nope, that is some of the full boxes. That's that top shelf. Now I got to go to the bottom shelf. But first, uh, it's time to ask the Don from Don Raphael Cigars. <laughs> Ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And this week's question came in this week through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Josh asks, uh, greetings from Ohio. Interested in what each of you thinks is a good box to buy for a wedding reception that will be 50-50 of non-actual cigar smokers. My taste vary quite a bit, but I usually lean toward full-flavored, smooth with less pepper cigars. I'm not a cheapskate and I want something nice, but also if I see people wasting them, I won't want to throw up. I love the podcast. Thanks, guys, and Jonathan, for the entertainment. See, and this is how you get read on the air. You say some shit like that. Thanks, guys, and Jonathan. I love that. Yeah. And you answer this question all the time. I heard it yesterday. It was the last customer before we were leaving. Were you here yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Last customer came in buying cigars for a wedding. Yep. So the the key for a wedding, and I'm a retired, semi-retired wedding disc jockey, is... You've got to control your smoke time because the bride, and this is a scientific fact, I've proven it many times, the bride will lose her ever-loving mind at exactly 50 minutes into all of the dudes not being part of the wedding. So you need a cigar that smokes for about 45 minutes, which is a standard Robusto. You need a cigar that has a lot of flavor, but you need a cigar that's going to be very mild. Yeah. So for the masses... Something like uh, the new Studio 21, which we smoked on the show. I think that's what you sold them. That's correct. Or La Giana in the Robusto. La Giana's a go-to because there's an angel on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It presents nice. But they, yeah. with the Studio 21, that presents just as nice. So yeah. you, you got two good options there. But something along those lines, and you you can make sure you have a light, a jet lighter and a, you don't, you don't a want double the, blade cutter. You don't want the skull and crossbone on it. You don't want a black band. You, you little... Something colorful and nice. Yeah, and you got to put your personal preferences aside. Yes. Because you're probably the only hardcore cigar smoker that's going to be yeah. at the wedding. When I go to a wedding, I come packing, so I'm, I'm ready. You don't have to give me a cigar. I'm bringing my own cigars, and I have extras in case I come across another cigar smoker. So you really just have to play that box by to the masses. And by and large, and you a- can- Appearance is a big part of this thing yeah. also that- 
you, you don't think, I'm going to throw the box away, it doesn't matter. This is the only time it's going to be in, presented at the wedding. You had to go and taste the cake. You had to look at the flowers. You had to dress a certain way. Spend a little time and make sure the package matches the uh, and event. And get, get one of your groomsmen, especially you got a, a nephew that's 16, 17 or whatever, to man the table. Teach him how to cut the cigars and set every guest up correctly with a good cut. There's a jet lighter there, but you have somebody monitoring That's so it. you don't have somebody scooping cigars Like up. something like this. If you, if you had a double-blade cutter and one of these lighters. That, you're, that, you're golden. Right? You're and, and he's going to cut everybody's cigar, and he's going to start it off, the, the cigar form they're going, and then maybe you have a couple of cheap lighters around in case their cigar goes out, but at least you start every one of them correctly. Mm-hmm. And um, it's only going to take about five, ten minutes with the whole group that's there that Everybody will be all set up properly. So some easy wedding math in case somebody else is listening. You take the number of people. Let's say you have a 200-person wedding, which is getting rarer, but just for round numbers. You can cut that in half because by and large, the women are not going to partake. You're going to have one or two that are going to do it, and you're also going to have one or two of the dudes that say, absolutely not. And then you're going to cut that number down to 40%. So you're going to end up needing, for 200 people, 40 cigars to supply the masses you could get an extra box to be safe but so it's a box of 22 boxes box of 20 so you're going to need 40 cigars for a 200 person wedding and you're covered yeah i'd get three but you know me i always, always get, overdo yeah, it i, I over order the food right and yeah. then, the youtube chat room was saying uh another option would be perdomo 10th anniversary champagne beautiful because of the, the yellow packaging and yes the, the yellow cellophane that's on it yeah. and it says champagne and mm-hmm. it's a wedding again having a lot to do with the packaging and what it looks like uh beautiful okay i'm going to continue on here with the remainder of that humidor um i have a box of jose dominguez midnight night crawlers do you remember that? No. You don't even remember it. It came in a box of maybe 12, each one in its own coffin. Yes. All straight across. Yes. And it was yes. all handwritten with a signature across all 12. So you need all 12 to connect. Now, I have smoked some cigars out of there, but I saved the empty box so it's still connected. Maybe two are missing of the 12, uh, but it's still a whole a whole thing. You're writing that down. You want one. I no, know. I don't. Um, I have wedding cigars, single coffin boxes from when Nicholas Perdomo got married and when Natalie got married, and I have their cigar. Uh, I don't know how I ended up with an extra cigar because I know I smoked it. Gianna was there. Laurie, my wife who doesn't smoke cigars, those are hers, and that's why I have two. I have a box of Atabay Ritos in there. So if you come over, you want to play. I'm ready. Um, I have Abuelo Padre. Pa- you have a box of Ritos? Box oh, because it never came in a jar. So is it first-run Ritos? I have an empty jar on top of the humidor, but it's empty. I just won't throw it out. Yeah, it's you can't nice. throw it out. But it's a full box of Ritos. Yeah, you want to know how many cigars are in the box? No, it's, a- I'm just wondering. It's probably first generation. You can look at the cellophane and if there's no hole punch in it. Right. Um, and uh, no footband, I believe, on the first edition. Abuelo Padre, full box. Um, one box of Bandolero firecrackers. So that's a new edition, obviously, <laughs> but it's there for 4th of July, right? And a box of Montosa. Somebody wants a mild cigar, lower price cigar. It's in there. 
and ready to go. Um, so that is full boxes. And when I say full boxes, if you open the box, there could be a couple of cigars missing, but the box is intact. Some of them are totally full. Some of them have been opened. Uh, it doesn't happen the same way it's going to happen here that I open this box and I'm going to plow through it. It happens in the office too because I do most of my smoking actually here more, more than at home. So I also have a tray in there that holds all the singles, and there's a whole bunch of singles. I'll get to that um, in the next segment, but right now, uh, let me tell you about this Buffalo 10. Not all Look at that. It's still lit. That's impressive. All that talking, and it still stay, stays good. Like I say, a lot of tobacco in here. Snug, but good snug. It's not too snug. There are a number of times when somebody will say to me, I don't like... Dominican cigars. I thought you were going to go a box breast. That I get often, and I'm yeah. that I don't understand. What the hell difference does it? I've never once in my life considered if it's box pressed or not when I'm deciding to smoke or not smoke. The whiskey miser would disagree. He a lot hates of people everything will. box pressed. A lot of people do. So some people will say I don't care for Dominican cigars, and there is a specific flavor when you have a lot of Dominican filler. That I'm not getting from this. This presents on the palate. If I was blinded on this, my very first guess would be well-aged Nicaraguan tobacco. Absolutely. I would swear this is a Nicaraguan cigar. Remember, they're using tobaccos that haven't been used before. They have really beefed it up over in uh, Dominican Republic. Look, look at their wrapper that Opus X sure. produced. And over time, lots of things that come out. There's five new tobaccos in the Dominican Republic, and they're using some of it right here in this cigar. Yeah, and plus the fill is aged seven years, mm. which is crazy considering the price. Uh, but strength check? It is a seven. medium plus. So, yeah, seven, eight. Yeah, I'd say seven, but the uh, chat room's calling it pure medium body, five. Really? It's a yeah. more than medium. Yeah. I feel quite medium on this, actually. Really? Yeah, and you know, you and I. Yeah. No. I, yeah? It's really mellow. I like it. Changed. Like full flavor, but it's, I, yeah, I would have yeah. given it maybe a six. Again, especially we're just smoking Nelson Alfonso stuff that there's some strength to that, but but there's no harshness. Right, therefore, there's no you, bite. Therefore, people think it's milder than it is, and no, it's not um, from a harshness. I'm trying to figure out what do I what do I have for taste here. Little chocolate molasses. I get the chocolate the cacao. A um, little bit of a roasted coffee bean. I was gonna say that's what I'm getting. I couldn't figure brown. out what it was. That's it. Yeah, if you chew like on a coffee, coffee bean. bean. Yes. Yeah. Brown butter. Not coffee, but the coffee bean. Yeah, it's yeah. a little. It's got that little peppery to it. Brown butter that's been in close proximity to air popped popcorn. Not on it, just near it. In close proximity. <laughs> Maybe you're getting the aroma of the air popping as you're also smelling the browned butter. All right. Sure. Let's take a break. I feel like Brett agrees with me. He's smiling over there. Because it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, when we get back, I, I got singles to get to, uh, lots and lots of singles, and I already started to smoke them uh, and give some away. You saw a whole pile I came in with? Yeah. So some of them might show up down there that I brought there. I'm trying to clean it up a bit. Uh, but I'm not. I'm far from finished. 
and I'm going to a trade show. So I got to clean my inventory up, and we'll get to that in the after show, too. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Christoph. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hello, this is Houston Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
We are back. We're smoking Buffalo 10 Maduro and going through my humidor, uh, personal inventory. Uh, I don't know how this is going, but I'm going through it. But it just got better because uh, yeah, those that are watching. Seriously. Those that are watching, Jonathan's mom came up. We can scrap the show and actually interview your mom. This Please has don't. Before. Do Please it. don't. Uh, but she brought a picture. She did. Let's she brought up. a picture, and those that are watching now, I usually man. tell you there's nothing, oh. to, there's nothing to see here on the show, but that's worth it to actually go on to YouTube or Facebook to actually look at that picture. For those who are listening, it's a picture of me with a mohawk. And Pro- just hair. proof that I so had hair at one point. Had hair. At least on the top. Yeah, you had it on the top and none on the sides. Yeah. So when you started the balding... Did it start on the sides or did it fall? started right on the ridge of my head from okay. breakdancing. I okay. wore a hole in my hairline spinning on my head. Almost looks so, like a reverse fryer talk, like he went that, bald from the bottom up. So, yeah, serious attitude, too. You got attitude face. This is uh, nine. I didn't want to have my picture taken. But it's so great that you did. I guess. What do you mean? That's fantastic. <laughs> Like, I'd, I'd walk around the store if you came into the store, like, trying to buy something. And so you, you, you can look see like that you're a troublemaker. You're a troublemaker. I have such curly hair, naturally, that I had an entire egg worth of egg whites in my hair. And egg I whites. ironed it with wax paper to get it to stand up straight. And within 10 minutes, the tips curled. It broke through the egg whites. Some of the comments in the chat room. You hairspray back then? Some, yeah. Some of the comments in the chat room were brutal. The yeah. hairspray never did it. Hairspray gel didn't friggin'. Wow. So why don't you give it up and just get a crew cut like, or do what? something? Egg whites. What happens if you stop shaving your head? I look like a 44-year-old man. Little male pattern baldness going on. Yeah. I still have the bald spot from blowing through Let's my hairline. It. Let's do it. Let's have no shave. Um, Absolutely What's coming not. up? August? July. Don't shave July. July. I won't shave. You don't shave. Nothing. No, absolutely not. <laughs> what do you care? You wear a hat all the time anyway. Yeah, you wear a hat all it. the time. We'll just make you're bald. You're not it. proud of your baldness. I love my head. I keep it covered so it doesn't burn. We're inside. And yeah, he's inside <laughs> all the time. Okay, so uh, let's get to um, the trays of cigars and... Um, it's, it's about a tray of a bunch of mixed cigars that I have here. I'm not going to give you accounts of them, but an example is I have a gold cigar called Shine. S-H-I-N-E. You ever hear of that? That was no. a gift. That was a Christmas gift. It's supposedly gold, covered with gold. Is that uh, from uh, Daniel Marshall? I don't think so. Okay. It's not Daniel Marshall. It says Shine that's on it. I also have a La Flor Dominicana baseball bat. Yeah, you can't smoke mm. that. I have. You could uh, smoke it. It's just you're not going to. Um, limited edition singles. I don't know what that means. Cuban singles, uh, birthday, anniversary, and last ones. Oh, they must be just people that I know. Of. Well, so yeah. So the the cigar I gave to Nelson last uh, last week was a Byron Distinguidos from the original run. And he knew exactly looking at it that it was an original, not that I would make that up, but because the band was different and he almost refused to smoke it. And yes. I said, because I've seen you do this to manufacturers before, you've got George Padrone comes up and you crack open the box of 
the first run of Anniversario Torpedo Maduro that was the very first one off and the line. Want, and they don't want to do it. And that's the guy you're going to smoke it with. Yes. Right? And they don't, every time, 100% of the time, they say, no, no, no. And I go, that's why I saved it. Well, I had two. Yeah. And I had made the mistake of saying to somebody, yeah, smoke whatever you want. Uh, and it was on in the shelf, and there it was, and they cracked it open, and you have the they air. smoked the whole thing. Okay, but I have La Gianna nineteen nine. I have Gianna nineteen ninety four by Nat Sherman. No kidding. Nat Sherman made me a box of cigars when Gianna was born, and on the cellophane they put Gianna Rose Garofalo. In it was nineteen ninety four, and I have them. Uh, Macanudo nineteen seventy nine vintage. Yeah. I've had one of those Full before. box. I mean, singles. Singles on this. Um, That's the one you cracked open for the show. You gave them a couple okay, out to the so audience, and you had sing- three singles yeah. or whatever left over. Davidoff Anniversario, number two, Dominican. Possibly the first release of Davidoff Dominican. One single cigar. It's in a little cardboard box. Yeah, I remember those. Dos Ombre 2000. This is a run I did on Dos Ombre in the year 2000. Yeah, you can't That's 22 that. years ago. That's history. Box press, by the way. Um, and a Toro Fuente 75th birthday cigar. I think a few of those. Um, original Amenso from Perdomo. That's, what, 15 years ago? Got to be very damaged. And it's like, I got to throw this out. I mean, it's unsmokable. Uh, it You're not uh, going to smoke most of that stuff. Well, an original... Lost Libertadores, which was La Flor Dominicana, that before it was La Flor Dominicana, it was known as Lost Libertadores, again, 1994, and I smoked it that day. The day you did the inventory? Yes. No kidding. So it's not an inventory. There was one left. I know I gave uh, Jonathan Carney one before, so yeah. he had it. I don't remember. I, whatever ones I had, I gave them to who had to. The only person that didn't have one was me. And I looked at the last one, and I go, I put it right in my mouth and fired it up as I was doing this. And a ri- original La Giana's from 1994. And that uh, wraps up. I got a whole thing here. That yeah. wraps up the home humidor. That wraps up the home humidor. I have my humidor here, and I'll go through that too. But right now, it's time for the poll question of the week, and that's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And each week, you can head over to the CigarAuthority.com and cast your vote. And as Dave mentioned, the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And I think we found the format that works. Um, if you can remove one rock band from existence, who would it be? And the choices were Beatles, Beatles Rolling Stones, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, and The Doors. And we know Ed Sullivan would have voted for Led Zeppelin. He let us know that last week. Uh, yeah, I like Kevin The Doors. They came into <gasps> The Doors. They the came. Doors. They came in last place, but thirty-two uh, percent. Wins the total, and it was the Beatles. Beatles to get rid of get them. Get rid of them. The so world would be a different world. So we're influenced. Be a better because place. I've said they're nothing but a glorified boy band. So who was the least? It was the order was in terms of removal: Beatles, The Doors, Pink Floyd, Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin. Wow, I would have gotten rid of Floyd. So nobody wanted to get rid of Led Zeppelin. Nah, until Thursday, I think it had no votes. Wow. But the interesting thing is you can only pick one to get one. rid of. Yep. And this week we so have... So that's a, not a true... This, this, we, yeah, we called, took the top five yeah. bands 
yeah. in the history, according to Rolling Stone. But this week we have another question that has to do with uh, classic comedy movies. All right. So we ran out of cigar stuff. But yeah. next week on the Cigar Authority, we will uh, have a four-alarm firecracker show. We're smoking four firecrackers in one show, one every 30 minutes. So we're going back in time with some old firecrackers. It is the 4th of July weekend show and the show before the PCA. So uh, Ed will be back. I will let him know his schedule and let you guys know what we're going to be doing. If you want to find us, I'm going to tell you where we're going to be. And um, the following week, um, I will be away, and Ed will be back. Yes? No. Ed will be away also. We'll both be away, and we'll call in, actually. Uh, Chrissy's going to be manning the board. We're going to call in uh, right at 12 o'clock say a few things or whatever, get these guys started. The goal is to do the two-hour show two hours long. That's the goal. We'll yes. see what happens. Last time it was an hour and a half, and they ran out of juice. We'll see, we'll see what happens uh, this I'll time. I'll keep them on track. Don't worry. See what happens. <laughs> see, the, the paper says 150. So, it's, uh. so that, that's Well, that was because we had to because we weren't yeah. allowed to load. So, you know, like yeah. Ron Burgundy, whatever's on the teleprompter. Yeah. So um, I got to go for three hours. That's what do, you want. Do whatever you can do. The following week, July 16th, we'll be back and we'll give you a real full wrap-up of the show uh, and move on from there. Because you'll be early on in the show anyways when you call in. It's Yeah, there'll be hardly anything to say, I think. Although um, Sometimes shit hits the fan on the first day, though. Well, the first day, the Friday, um, I will be the, the, the Cigar Authority is a sponsor of the legislative meeting. It happens. So we paid for the sponsorship to the legislative meeting, and I'll be up and say something to the to the group. They say about 500 people should be attending. There's all those different seminars that happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got a call saying, will you do it? And the answer is yes. And uh, they said, uh, Cigar Authority? And I said, yeah. So two guys smoked you? I said, no, Cigar Authority, which is about education, mm-hmm. educating the, the consumer. It's an educating seminar, so uh, we are uh, sponsoring it. And I think it's got to be the first and only podcaster that ever sponsored the PCA. So uh, I'll take pictures and whatever. All right. Wish you guys were there, but uh, Ed Sullivan can take the bow or whatever um, for that. Okay. Uh, I'm not done because I have uh, one more humidor, but before I get to that, Mr. Jonathan, what do you have in your home humidor? So I don't. I organize mine a little different. I got a tray of bullshit singles. The reps come in and they tip you out with a bunch of extra stuff and stuff I'm not smoking just no goes in a boxes. tray. This I'm starting at the okay. singles. Okay. There's a whole tray that I keep in the top drawer, front and center, because of the mishap with the Byron that someone grabbed it by mistake. There we go. We live and learn. So I have a hidden tray in that drawer Good call. of Stuff that I would prefer not to be smoked by the single. All right. So that's pro tip right here, folks, because if it hasn't happened to you yet, it will happen to you. You can't put the stuff you don't want anybody to smoke on the very top because you're asking for trouble. Mm-hmm. Yes, you'll let somebody have it or something, but just put it on the tray below or the tray below that, if at all possible. Or you're going to lose it to somebody who just wanted to try it. They light it up. They smoke it for five minutes. They put it down. Right. You're aggravated. They didn't like it. It's terrible. Um, I have all but maybe four of the cigars that we got when we went to Cuba as part of the Habanos Festival. Okay. 
some of them, like the first release of K. Dorsey, three months before it was released, I kept those. It's kind of a part of history. Yeah. Cuba hadn't come out with a new cigar in a while. Uh, I have a Stanford Newman 90th ah. Maximus that I'll never smoke. It's just there. It's a part of history. I have an original Padron 50th with the red letters ah, that on the secondary band. In the, in the humidor. I was the first person to write a review on that cigar first and only that I know of, uh, but certainly the first, and I kept one, and that's in there hidden. So if you see a Padron 50th anniversary, if the numbers, because each one is numbered, Correct. if the numbers are in black, that was a re-release Correct. later on. If the letters are red... That came from the original humidor from the first time. Tied to that humidor. Right. So that, that, there's something. That's the value one if you look for uh, I'm a huge fan of the Firecracker Project. So I have stuff going all the way back to the first release of the M80. I still have half a box of those. I have a box that's sealed from the, the second release. I have two boxes of the Perdomo Firecracker, two boxes of the HVC. I cracked one open last night. Two boxes of Sokka's, uh, one of each release, and I had had two of the original release. I opened up the second one, and that was what I gave to the people in my van when we did the 12th oh. anniversary. I, no one even knows that except who was in my van, and they did such a good job of keeping and it a I'm secret. And I'm first hearing it right now. So I cracked open that box. I explained to everybody about my dry boxing and how valuable these cigars really are, but the deal was you got to smoke them. Or I'm not giving them to you. These are not for you to collect. They've been aged properly, and I'm giving them to you if you promise you will enjoy the cigar. Everybody promised. At that moment? Or no, no, no. You can't smoke in the van. Eh, we smoked in the van a little. But um, yeah, they were, to, they were to smoke them during the, that week, or some people were traveling. Can I smoke this on my ride home? Absolutely. So this was the group that you took to the wrong place? That was the first one, yeah. <laughs> so, And I only... But just in case somebody was going to be a dink and, and take their own car or whatever, at the end of the night when we dropped them off at the hotel, that's when I gave out the cigars. Ah. So that, okay. was, that was how you got them. All right. Uh, that's Saka. I got two boxes of Bandolero Firecracker, two boxes of Skip's Firecracker. Um, wow, you got a Firecracker humidor. <laughs> I have 12 boxes of Aladino Corojo Reserve at different ages of wow. aging. Um. 12 boxes. That's excessive. For singles, I have eight left of the HVC um, Black Friday shorts that I put in an Aladino box. I got eight of those left. Um, that's somebody is there. It just looks like a regular Aladino box, but someone's there that I know will appreciate it. I cracked those open. I have seven of the Black Fridays from the next year, from two years ago, and one unopened box of um, Black Fridays from last year from what i understand barry yes i saw black fridays available yeah we still have a small handful left wow online. is yeah. it online yes that was a more expensive re release of the black friday i think that's what slowed it down really because typically yeah. they were they were four dollars and changed by the box and that one was a nine dollar cigar so it dropped down to like eight 15. And we also bought enough to make sure that we would have them last till the next release came out. All right. So we, we, how do you find that? Uh, you go to twoguyscigars.com. In the search box, you could type Black Friday. Oh, really? Or in the drop-down uh, menu, you can go to HVC Black Friday. 
You go to HVC, and then there'll be Black Friday, and, it'll, and you'll see it. Correct. I also have a one-of-one. One. I happen to see the cigars when I was over there. Right, and somebody and was like, smoking his last one in the MeWe chat room, so I shared it that there were a few left. Wow. I was surprised to see that. Okay. Uh, I have a one-of-one one box of Aladino Figurados that has my name etched in it. That's the Mr. Jonathan box. And I thought I would keep that for a very long time, but Husto made it very clear he's never smoking them. So I started smoking them. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, you, you saw an Aladino I had yesterday, day before, that you never saw before. Yes. An Aladino, Connecticut. Um, 60 ring gauge with a nipple. It looked like a queen size, but blown yeah. out. I, I believe that is what they're going to show at the trade show this year. I think the and the... The bench name for you know they do bench samples and they yeah. put they, it says Garofalo finger. No, on it. It, it does. No, no, it did on no. the bench samples. No, it did not. Uh, I also have <laughs> an unopened box of the original uh, EPH from Hammer and Sickle, and I have an unopened box of Mister Jonathan cigars. They're um, Dominican. You ah. open it up and there's my name on every single cigar on Jose the band. Dominguez. Yes, yep. Uh, Somebody in Nashua had said, oh, we're making a collection of all the ones, so if you give us a couple, and I'm like, I'm out. I'm keeping this box intact. You, you must have got one, too. I got one. I still have one left. Okay. So what's in your humidor? Uh, so I have- uh, this, an, this one of those? Yes. There's <laughs> one of those. I have an original uh, Nesta Miranda Art Deco ah. that I got from Hector Paz when he was up here after I left Miami. Um, I have a Inejo Shark. I have a Rabone Lona specially selected from my honeymoon. I have a uh, Hammer and Sickle trademark slash icon uh, with my wedding uh, band on it. Okay. And I have a Nat Sherman cigar that had my wedding on the cello. Ah. And then the cigars that I bought this week, there's a few in there as well. And the cigars I bought this week were Nesta Miranda, Connecticut, and regular. I bought a Byron, an Aladino, uh, Aganosa Rare Leaf. So, the, so nothing really obscure except for like two or three. Yeah, things. those real ones. Are you gonna plan the right day to smoke them, or are you just never gonna smoke uh, them? I'll plan the right day to smoke them. So, in, in the anniversary or something, you smoke your, your, your yeah ten year anniversary. I'll smoke the wedding yeah. anniversary. Or yeah, I'll give yeah. that one to my wife, and I'll smoke the natural. Yeah, one. like the these ones I have with James. My plan is to smoke them with him, right? Yeah. If if I can hold out that long, that's the plan. How about you, Chrissy? You got the we already went through. Mine's yeah. the smallest. But yeah. come back to me in a month when I get mine. You getting a humidor yeah. and stepping it up, ready to go. I already got I just got a message from one of our viewers that they uh, would like to gift one to me. Ah. Oh. Free humidors. The of the job. Well, yeah. no. I wonder what happens to all those humidors. I usually give them away. When, you know, I have the little humidor and, hey, you know, somebody says, uh, I got to get a humidor. Here, you want this? You can have it for free. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it, it's not enough, but it's some. it's better than... A plastic uh, travel humidor, right? Yep. And Tupperware containers, like the uh, YouTube has mentioned more than once now, people are keeping them in Tupperware. Yeah, the problem with that is it doesn't breathe. At all. Yes. And you have a terrarium effect, and the cigars get soft on you, and you, you, you open it up every day or something, let, let some air go through. But Nelson mentioned that on the show, right? Yep. I think we had him on uh, talking about that. So final thoughts here on Buffalo 10 Maduro. Keep in mind, we're talking about a $5 cigar by the box, a $4 cigar. Incredible. Yeah. It smokes twice the price. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this I, I going into the show, and we'll get into, the, into that, 
value cigars like this. If you're a retailer out mm-hmm. there and you're not carrying some good value cigars, you know, listen, things are tough for people right now. The gas prices and the food prices and everything's gone up, and your, your um, cigar budget has gone down because of it. You need something like this. And for something, and I'll call it more fuller body than it is mild for sure, uh, more than medium, for a fuller body it's, cigar. It, this is a, an anomaly. that This doesn't yes. exist. Where do you go? I mean, the best guy out there was probably Roma Craft for having a full-bodied cigar yep. at that kind of low price. Yeah, 6 $7. Yeah. And the interesting thing about Buffalo 10 is a, a lot of people that listen to the show, they like full-bodied cigars. But they all rave about the Connecticut. Of Buffalo 10. Of Buffalo 10. Yeah. There's a lot of flavor to that. Yeah. It's and a lot of miles. Can't, having a hard time keeping them in stock? Yes. And that was this year's. That's got to be a contender for the cigar of the year. It has to be. Yeah. That's an unbelievable cigar, which when you look at cigars that make the contenders and it tells you what, where we were as a country and what was going on at sure. the time. I think value cigars are going to be a big, big part of it this year, but we'll see. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, I'm going to be digging into my humidor right here in my office. Um, and I came up with a box of Lanceros that I've been saving for oh, 13 years. Great. Um, I'm even going to save one for Ed Sullivan because he wants the cigar. I know he does. And the story that goes along with it when we return. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. 
Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nelson Afronso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back, and I've been taking a good look at my personal humidor collection. One more humidor to get to, and that's my office humidor, and that starts now. Welcome back, everybody. So my personal humidor is a cabinet, and I went through it, cleaned it all up. Doesn't it look nice now? It does, yeah. Organized and clean. You should see the one at the house, too. It's good. It's good to go through every once in a while, and while you get everything out of it, you wipe it down, make sure, clean any schmuckers that's that's in there. The technical and, uh, term. Yeah. But... um. One of them that I found here and was actually surprised when I saw it, it was a box of Lanceros. What the hell am I doing with these? And um, this is Cuvée Grande. And uh, I got a whole story on this, but I'll pass one out to us four. And Pam, if you want to grab this, pass one out to whoever wants one of those. I got to save one for Ed Sullivan at least. Let me pull that just in case. A lot of oils on the cellophane. 
So Ed Sullivan's definitely going to want this. I'll take it out of the cellar, look at it, and tell you a little about what I see here. That's a yellow cellar. Yellow cellar. Um, every cigar is numbered. I got number 438. And I believe this is wood-based cellophane, so it breathed. Doesn't smell like plastic. We got 939. Or is that a four? That could be a four. 439? Uh, 436. Okay, so it is a four. Yeah, I got 440. Okay, so this is Cuvée Grand Lancero Vintage 2006. I wonder if number 420 has some of the funny stuff in mm. it. Um, this might have been, um, I was thinking, uh, Mike Cusano, who owned Cusano Cigars, his 10th anniversary, but uh, I'm not sure of that, what it came out for. Um Cusano was in business uh, in 1996 is when he got in business. So if this is vintage 2006, it makes sense. It's 10 years. That's how yep. I came up with that. And in 2009, Cusano was sold off to Davidoff. So um, Mike Cusano was in the cigar business for 13 years in the business. And to the amazement of everybody, including myself, he never returned. 13 years in the business, sold the company, and usually we've seen it before, they get back in. Um, I still talk to Mike Cusano daily, and um, he's not in the business. Um, as I talked to him about it, I said, you know, trying to figure out information about the cigar, it turns out that we were doing the math back and forth to each other. He's 13 years in the business. And he's exactly 13 years out of the business right wow. now. So every day that passes now, he's been out of the business longer than he was in the business. Uh, very interesting that the timing was right on this, too. Um, Mr. Jonathan once interviewed Mike Cusano at the Cigar Authority, for the Cigar Authority at one of our anniversary parties. Yeah. Remember that, right? Uh, he used to attend even after he was out of the business, but I uh, never actually got back in the business. Cuvée followed Cusano Hermanos, Cusano Selection, Cusano 18 Double Connecticut, and Cusano Pied Maduro. I have one Cusano Hermanos left. Really? In my humidor. That's one of the special ones I'm saving for me. My- I'll tell you something. Cusano Hermanos, which was his first, when he discontinued that line, I said, keep making it, and I'm going to keep buying it from you. So the only person for probably about five or six years was us. We continued to carry it after he did. That was so you could keep smoking it. Because I loved it. Uh, Cusano Blanc came out after all the, I mean, Cuvée Blanc came out first of the Cuvée line. Then there was Cuvée Rouge and then Cuvée Grand, Cuvée 151 Overproof, and Cuvée Grand Lancero that we have here. His last project, uh, he did have an anniversary cigar that came out also that was a little small, little Corona. And if Ed Sullivan was here, he'd say, I bought them all. I mean, they were boxes of 10, and Ed Sullivan used to buy them, you know, five at a time. Yeah, that's how he buys everything. This, this cigar was made for the European market. Only 275 boxes were ever produced in 2006. This is box number 24 of 275. Um, small production. Though. Small. Jeez. Small. Um, That's a rounding error. Only 100 stores got 
these cigars. So you would imagine just a couple of boxes per store or whatever it came out to. Um, the wrapper on this is Ecuadorian. The binder is Mexican Sumatra. The filler is Honduran <coughs> Jamastran, Dominican Peloto Vias, V-I-S-U-S. Visus. Maybe I spelled it wrong. Most likely it's Viso. Okay. And San Vicente Lajero. The size is 7 by 40 Lancero. It was a full-bodied cigar at that time. The that, price. Hang on a second. San Vicente is in this cigar. Lajero. So, so that people understand. Yeah. Can you see it? Yeah. That is the tobacco that gives Davidoff cigars its signature flavor. Yes. Other than this, I don't know of any other cigar that's ever had San Vicente in it. I'm surprised that you're saying yeah. that this cigar has it in there because that is a Davidoff exclusive tobacco. Well, apparently not. And the price of this cigar in 2006 was $12. Whew. Then, which, yeah. by the way, is it might as well be $25 today, right? Right. So uh, let's give it a cut and light and get into this. I've been dying to try it. I didn't smoke one cigar out of that box. Uh, that's a box of 20 Lanceros. Um, again, 13 years ago, he's out of the business, but it's 2006 when the cigar came out. And of all the cigars, Lancero, they're still available, right? <laughs> still, still didn't sell. Uh, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So $12 in 2006, according to Inflation Calculator Online, would make it $17.40 today based upon a 2.35% per year average inflation rate. Okay. So you're driving. You drive to the beach up here in, in New England, and there's a certain part of the beach where you really don't want to be breathing that air because it's kind of a little funky. But when you get to the beach, especially early in the morning, you're going to watch a sunrise, you get out of the car, and that first breath of that salt air right off the ocean, the ocean. that's the cold draw here. It's the ocean. I wish I had some for everybody. We're going to light our cigar today with the Intimidator by Vertigo. The Intimidator by Vertigo features a bending neck, four jets with a color-changing flame fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you've got easy adjustment, all for the low price of $29.99. That's the Intimidator by Vertigo. It, it has that signature flavor. I'd blindfolded. You wouldn't know looking at it because it's a dark cigar, but you'd say Davidoff if you smoked this, right? Yeah, it's Davidoff-esque 100%. I would say <clears throat> that this reminds me an awful lot of one they have on the shelf now. Winston Churchill? I'm more leaning toward the uh, Escario line. I see the Escario. In, in initial flavor? Yeah. So on the footband that was on here was SDT, not STD, SDT, <laughs> Special Development Team. 
So the idea of this is going to be a special project that would come out every once in a while doing something different of this team of people that were going to get together and make these different things again. He sold out, and that went away along with it also. Actually, you remember the Davidoff with the gold band that they discontinued yep. many the years ago? That's Pure de Oro. Yeah, I got a little pure de Oro on this. I remember when it came out, I said it's way too strong for me, but it's not anymore. Again, a lot, a lot of years on it. A lot of years, years of age, but also I think maybe you've, you've moved up into being able to smoke medium. Maybe. So this was in my humidor, and I said, all right, let's, let's end this, and um, we'll kill the box off, and that'll be over with. Check little, mark. One last box of Lanceros to look at. You either have pen mark on your lip or you have tobacco on your lip. Maybe a pen. Mom's leaving. Mom's leaving. Bye, Ma. Thanks for that picture. Yeah. Love you, too. Gone? Yeah, she's leaving. No, my lip. <laughs> <laughs> Your lip's still there. Who's on first? All right, so cigars in my office. And they're, they're all there with the exception of, uh, of this box. This box was in my house, I think, though. Probably. Because uh, I've never seen it before. Potagus 150 Don Ramon. This was the, it looks like a big book. Mm-hmm. And I brought it on the show before, and we smoked four of the cigars. Phenomenal smoke. I believe I gave two more away, yeah. Peter Reno and his son, and maybe one other person. So there's a few left that are in there uh, with that big giant book. Debonair Solomon, the first box. First box made of Debonair Solomon, big giant Solomon cigar, box of 10, uh, with that big uh, crest in the, in the front of it. Um, Macanudo Vintage, 1988. At home, I got the 79. The 88s are here. Um, and I believe I have uh, two boxes of those uh, still here. Griffin Don Bernardo. I have a partial box of it. Almost full, but not completely full. I, I remember that cigar being so mild. Very mild. I can only imagine what all that age has oh, done to it. And the age is, it's over 25 years ago it has that to be I have left. that box. That was my father's cigar. Okay. That he was smoking them. I bought every one that came into the U.S., every box that came in. He loved them. I saved them and saved them. I was down to nothing left. He passed away, and there they are still sitting in there, and I haven't had a, had a cigar since of them. They're there. I shouldn't do something special or whatever, but he's gone 25 years now. So I've saved it for 25 years. San Vicente tends to have a um, almost a sour kind of taste to it, and it, it uh, activates your... Saliva glands, right. so that you're you end up with a, a more moist smoke than dry smoke. The other flavors want to come forward, like cinnamon wants to come forward, and then it gets pushed aside. So it, they're it's holding it back. It's there's a lot of flavors behind this, but I think <clears throat> either either that San Vicente is too high in the primings, or it's, it's there's too much of it. It is too high in the primings. Yeah, uh, Kellner. Uh, by Hanky Kellner and the Kellner family. Um, this is a cigar they never really put out. They put it out every once in seven years or something. They put a few boxes for the out trademark. for the trademark to keep it out. And I have a box um, in there. Avo 80th anniversary. Nice. A- Avo died at um, 91. Uh, this was his 80th birthday. He said to me in my office, um, you know, they're a little 
little young. They're going to be much better if you sit on them for a while. So I said, all right, sign the box. He signed the box. I put it in my humidor. It's full. No cigars are taken out. He didn't tell me when smoke to em. smoke them. Smoke them. And that was, uh, he's gone now for quite a while, but that was his 80th birthday. So there's got to be close to 20 years on that box of cigars. Still sealed, ready to go. Um, was that after the sale of Avo or before? Well, after. Okay. After. Um, cigar bars, I have some of those in there. Um, Mutra de Sacas Unicorn from Brett. I put that in uh, my humidor. He gave it to me as a gift, and I have it in there. I have not smoked it. It's sitting there. It's a hundred dollar cigar. I'm like, when am I going to smoke this? But Tuesday. <laughs> it's one of those. It's, it's a big deal. That I I wouldn't buy it for the store, you know. And I said, maybe I'll smoke it and like it and say I should be buying these. I don't know. Uh, uh, E.P. Hansen, I have two different years like you do, yep. the two years that came out of it. Rocky Patel, 50th anniversary. I have a box of those. 50th birthday cigar. He already had his 60th, so I got at least 10 years on that. Um, Perdomo, it's a boy Churchill that he sent um, when James was born, so there's only one year on that. Cohiba, 50th anniversary Cubans. It's a three-pack. It came in its little three-pack box. Davidoff Chef Edition. I have Big Poppy First Production signed. I have Winston Churchill signed by Winston Churchill, the grandson of Winston Churchill. Ah. Not the great grandson, who was Randolph. His father signed it and passed away. So his father signed that box for me. I met him. uh, I got a signed book and signed my box of cigars. And we had Randolph, his son, on the show. But this is Winston Churchill signing a box of Winston Churchill, and he signed it Winston Churchill because that's his name. How cool is that? Yeah, that one I, that, that one I have a hard time telling you to smoke. Um, but what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Put it up for auction. He doesn't sell cigars like that. I have a box of CAO first edition Nicaraguans made by Perdomo, the Cameroon, yeah, signed smoked. by the whole CAO family. I remember when you uh, gave me that cigar Yeah, and figure out what it was. I was able to figure out the factory, but I didn't know, yeah. know it was CAO. Um, Drew Estate Cult Pack. No idea? No idea. I have it. Uh, the American Torpedo, first edition. Yep. The uh, Gloria Cubana Trunk Show, number one perfecto. I remember those. That was made for this room that we're in here. When we launched this room as a private cigar lounge, Ernesto came up here, and we did a trunk show, and there were seven different cigars. And we had to pick one, and you order whatever you wanted, and that was a Perfecto Connecticut. The only um, La, uh, La Gloria Cubana Connecticut that was ever made, and they made a Cameroon, too. Um, original Garofalo box, La Fleur Dominicana, two-guy smoke shop from 2007. They made a uh, limited release for us in 2007, um, and I have uh, some of those, not a full box of those. I'm looking for my show notes here, where I'm supposed to go, and uh, yeah, I'm supposed to take a break here and go to the asylum, so I will. It's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. 
take no prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> A Florida man, of course it is, recently called 911 and told the dispatcher he'd purchased some meth from a man named JJ that he had met at a bar, and he wanted to know whether or not he'd been ripped off. (laughs) So the dispatcher sent two deputies to his house where he handed over two baggies. The man claimed to be an experienced drug user and believed he was sold bath salts, stating that he knows what meth should feel like, and he wanted the dealer arrested. The police performed a field test to confirm that the meth was real and promptly arrested him for possession of a controlled substance. And that's not only insane, it's a silent. So where's JJ? Don't know. Wasn't Didn't in the they story. go get JJ? That's the question is where's JJ? JJ, if you're listening, turn yourself in immediately. <laughs> this is why Florida is the nutsack of the USA. Is it a police issue? I feel like it's more consumer affairs. Consumer affairs yeah. issue? <laughs> All right, let's go with that. We're smoking the Cuvée Grand Grand Lancero, vintage two thousand six right now. Uh, it's a Lancero. My fingers look gigantic right now. They look masculine. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Um, the after show, uh, which will be on Wednesday, we're getting ready for the PCA trade show. And retailers know that they are going to be buying new cigars at the show. So retailers need to start now getting rid of cigars that they already have and discontinuing brands. So what cigars should you get rid of before the PCA trade show? We're going to talk about that on the after show. But back to what's in my humidor. I have one more column here. And I have a box of the first United Cigars made. Nice. And it looks different because it was uh, a whole different box. Yeah. And it was burned in and had burlap inside. and It was uh, four rows of five back then. Yeah. H. Upman, 160th anniversary, and this is Dominican Republic Mm -hmm. H. Upman, and what a beautiful box they had, and they have two of them, um, with the tray in it, it was like almost humidor-like. It was a gold band? Yes. Yep. Bahia A, 1999, signed. Great. Bahia was the, the boutique brand of all boutique brands. It came out in the early 90s. It was on fire. You couldn't get the cigar to begin with. We moved so many of them. Tony Bahani was the owner of the company. You'll see Bahia out there now. That brand was sold off many, many years ago. Tony Bahani was making them in Costa Rica. They were exceptional cigars. And everyone Snappy dresser at the beach, Unbelievable. I've been told. Yes, he was. And Hammocks. Banana he, hammocks. Yes. It is. Very uncomfortable. My and kind he, of guy. And he's one of the few men that saw me without a shirt on. Really? Yeah. And he still talked to me after. You'd think he'd be horrified, <laughs> but he did. Because I saw him in the banana hammock. So we bumped you, into each other at a at a resort or something. And you were going in the pool? I was sitting by the pool. It was it was that water Shirtless? It was that water park place in the Bahamas. What's it called? Every time I imagine you in the shower, you have a shirt on. Yes, so I, I do. T shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Sandals or something like that? No. Yeah, and, and he's wearing sandals. Good call. Mm-hmm. No, it's something. We call them budgie smugglers where I'm from. Um, it's a bird. So the Bahia A is a giant nine inch cigar, um, and he, he signed the box of it. 
I have gone through boxes, and I, I probably saved five boxes. I'm down to one box sealed right now. Um, two guys, Zeno Platinum, that I mentioned you before, that they made it just for two guys. I have that. I forgot to say, that's on my list. I have one of those as well, unopened. I have the original Hammer and Sickle glass box signed by Eric Hansen. Wow. The original first one that came out. I still have it. It's unopened. I can never smoke it, right? Not so never, it, but... My God. You, that, that's one you can keep the box, and you'll remember, but yeah, at some point, the cigars are going to be... I know. Overaged. Chat room saying Atlantis. Yes, Atlantis. Um, Tatuaje RC-184 and Tatuaje RC-223. Limited editions. I think they were double perfectos. Big cigars. Yep. Um, House of Windsor from the 1980 Olympics. We smoked those on the show. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, the Candela's Box oh. 50. But they're from 1980, and they sponsored the U.S. Olympics. And think about today that, you know, they'd never allow stuff like that. Saints and Sinners, 2012, Saints and Sinners uh, black with no year on it. Saints and Sinners, five-year anniversary. I was a member of Saints and Sinners, so they would send these things in, and i just put them aside, put them aside. Avo Classic, number two, Maduro, just because you like it. I, I like it. Uh, my Father, number three classic signed when the My Father brand from Papin Garcia went to My Father. Um, they sent me a box and everybody in the factory signed it or whatever. It's like, what do I do with this? Hang on to it. Uh, Padron Maduro Superior, first edition. They're in there. I think they're shrinking. They're so old. <laughs> the cigar is shrinking. It came out in what, 94? Yeah, it must be. Um, Legal Pavada number nine. I was told it is not first edition, but it's early on of that. I think we smoked some of those on the yeah. show before. Uh, La Giana original 1994s. I have some here too. Padrone 5000 Maduro. I don't know why. They're just in there. Not a go to for me. It's a, if it's a box, it has to be, it, there has to be a reason. Yeah, I don't know. Diamond Crown. Uh, Maximus number five, La Galera first edition, first box signed, Potagus one sixty. Jesus, that was after the cigar. Camacho Select Lonsdale. This is back in the old Camacho days. The Camacho Select that came out never really caught on, but it was a great cigar. Camacho eleven eighteen black box. With the screws in it, yeah. you got to screw it. Pain in the I, ass. It's just too much of a pain to open up and smoke, so it's full. All you got to do is open it. Cusano Exclusivo Diadema. Very short-lived brand this was because it was an X on the box. Uh, and then Opus X had a problem with the Exclusivo, and they discontinued it. Beautiful box, beautiful cigar. We'll end up smoking that on the show. All right. And H. Upman Majestic Habano from 1950. Wow. That, you have a full box of that? Yeah. So pre-embargo Cuban tobacco. No, I the nail is still in the box. It's sealed. 1950. That one you can't smoke ever, I don't think. That's that's it's, a piece of history. Yeah, it's all it's all a piece of history. So what it, what the hell do you do with these things? Some I of them you smoke. So we're smoking this one. This is the Cuvée Grand Lancero from 2006. Um, open up that box of 5,000s. Let's see what that's all about. Yeah, I'll open it up. 
I gotta open all these things. I'm getting old. No, no, no. The pre embargo Cuban one, that's a that's a piece of history. Uh, mm. I don't think you I don't think you mess with that one. Most of these things I want to smoke with somebody or I want to give them to somebody. I don't necessarily want to smoke them. I'm not going to sit in my office and smoke these things by myself, although I did smoke the one cigar because I had given them out who I had to give it out to and said, let me smoke them. To be honest with you, it was lackluster because it's so old. Sure. Which is what happened. I smoked a pre um, a Cuban Davidoff, um, what is Don Perignon. So this was the cat's meow. Everybody wanted the cigar, big, big money. And I got it, and I saved it for a special occasion. It was actually a two-guys uh, Christmas party we used to do way back in the sure. day when there was only three of us working <laughs> at two guys. And um, I smoked it, and there was absolutely no taste. No which, taste. Which is not the case with this Lancero. There's plenty of flavor. I just don't think that the age did it the justice that it should have. I remember saying the cigar was too strong for me then, saying it to Mike and say, yeah, that's not up my alley. A, it's a Lancero, and B, it's too it's strong. It's pretty damn strong for what it is. Normally, you don't get Lajero in a 40 ring gauge or under because it, you're not going to get combustion. I'm surprised that you're not saying it had poor combustion back then. So maybe it was on the lower end of Lajero. Well, Davidoff making it to begin with, so quality control. Sure. Um, well, see, for me, it's different. Like, it I never came out again, and they I made two seventy five. So I remember when Cuvée came out, I was not a fan. Really, you know, I found them too much uh, like a mildew taste to them. And I was a little that's nervous. A sand, that's a yeah, I was a little nervous because this had it a little bit on the cold draw. Yeah. But this is phenomenal the way it is now. Like I'm enjoying it. I, that's why I saved it for Ed Sullivan. He may be been a buyer of that. I don't know. Uh, I didn't even tell him because I hadn't done my inventory to it. But I know he was on the little one. I remember him. He was the number one buyer of that, of that smaller one. But this one, I got to make sure he ends up sm uh, smoking it because it's more up his alley than it would be up mine. Yeah, it's very woody. A little birch. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Combustion line is fierce. All right. Let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, I'll give you a full report of the inventory that we uh, have in the store in the warehouse. No, no. I'm not going to get to that. Uh, but I do know how many cigars that we have. As a company or you personally? No. As a company. Oh, boy. So uh, we got three letters in the mailbox and a prize to give away, too. So stick around. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, 
the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Havana wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year, and the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We are smoking a bit of history right here. This is the Cuvée Grand Lancero Vintage 2006 from Cusano Cigars. Back in the day, Michael Cusano. And um, it is a Lancero, and you can't get these cigars anymore. But you can get a Lancero that's hard to get because we got them. They're the Cigar Authority Lanceros. And uh, they are available. You can just go to twoguyscigars.com. You're making Lynn Serbell angry. Barry, how do they how do they buy the Cigar Authority's 12th anniversary Lancero? You're just going to go to twoguyscigars.com, and you're going to type in TCA, and it'll show you. Or you just go to the cigarauthority.com. On the desktop on the right-hand side, there's a click-to-purchase link. If you look on your phone, about five thumb scrolls, it'll take you right to the page. 
So this cigar was twelve dollars in two thousand six, and the Cigar Authority is twelve dollars in twenty twenty two. So that makes it a bargain by itself. The it's Cigar a- Authority one is way better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this okay. is this is okay, but it, the Cigar Authority one mm. I smoked the other day. So buy a box of twelve for one hundred and twelve dollars. It's nine thirty three, or double up and get it for eight thirty three mm-hmm. for one hundred ninety nine, or God forbid you bought three of them. You would be two fifty nine for three boxes at seven twenty two a piece, and you get free shipping. Yeah, we're just buying them all, so we don't have to hear just this anymore. Just stop it! You're right, <laughs> just stop this thing. How many cigars do we have in inventory? One hundred fifty boxes. Of- no, I mean all cigars. I'm trying oh, to move to the next point. Move, get you off this. Get off this. Get off it by buying. Buy some. You can buy some too. Everybody can buy. Did you have a box in your humidor? I don't believe I did, but neither did yeah. you. Right, because okay. you make so my fingers up. look fat, but put a box in your in your humidor. What do you think? Can I make that sale today? You might be able to make that All sale right. today. All right. How many cigars do we have in stock at Two Guys? So we did a inventory. Uh, it took about a day or so because, again, there's three stores mm-hmm. that has it and um, – you know, had to do inventory on each one. And the inventory number is about this much. And the dollar amount is pretty accurate of about this much. But what do you think? Uh, How many sticks? Individual cigars, I'm going to say in excess of a million, uh, but not greater than two million. It is over a million is correct. Over a million cigars in stock. And my calculation is 1.8. 1.8? Yeah. It's over a million. It's not two million. Okay. Yeah. So one I don't, million. I, I don't 000. think it's a million and a half. Okay. I think it's under a million and a half. Um, and dollar amounts, cost. We got a lot of six million. Sombre, the thing. Yeah. Four. Four. All right. A L- little over mm. four. Which is too much for us. Way too much. It's too much inventory, which will get to us. Of We're going to a trade show. It's in less than two weeks. And I go there to buy cigars, and I'm so loaded up with cigars right now. There's $4 million worth of cigars. I don't need to buy another cigar. But the customer wants what's new. So on the after show, we're going to talk about this. In order for me to buy new cigars, I have to get rid of some brands and discontinue them. And get rid of it, and it's gone. It's a tough one. It's a tough call to end up doing, but it has to be done. So we'll talk about that on the after show. So we got a prize to give away. Yes. New prize. Time for the email of the week brought to you by Romeo and Julieta Cigars. This oh, week's got- prize is a baseball cap, a set of playing cards. I thought that was lotion. I thought the next one was lotion. That's a cream. That is, it looks like a cream, but it's a Bluetooth speaker. Ah, better. Yeah. Way better. I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of the cream. <laughs> As a, uh, that a Bluetooth a, speaker? And a triple jet lighter. I got speakers. I'm a DJ. I don't need another speaker. I got speakers. A Bluetooth speakers? Yeah. All right. I don't know if I do. Uh-oh. You try, I would try you big, No, I, would, I yeah. wouldn't know how to make it work. <laughs> True story. Yeah. <laughs> the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Paul writes, Paul. Dear Cigar Authority. I want to thank you guys for leading me to such a great cigar. After listening to your podcast with Nelson Alfonso, I was convinced I should purchase a box of the Bandolero Firecracker. They arrived, and holy crap, what a cigar. 
I live in the Outer Banks of North Carolina, and I don't have a real brick and mortar closer than one and a half hours away. Wow. So supporting your business is a no-brainer. I also just purchased the Dave Pack from the Ash Holes. Ah. Thanks for the yeah, education. Yeah, we do that. Yeah. Where's my bell? It should be a cash register. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the education, humor, and if I'm honest, sometimes I could use a translator listening to Dave talk. Mr. Jonathan, you are learned. Keep up the great show, and once again, thank you for the recommendations. What you do is you go onto YouTube and you put the voice capturing thing, and it you can read it, it, what it I be, say. It becomes no, a you com- can't. It becomes a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a comedy of errors, is what that is. All right. The following message submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Jeff writes the Cigar Authority 12th anniversary. Experts, yes, I'm going there. Because we haven't heard enough about these slender cigars in Dave's not-so-slender fingers mm. over the past two and a half months. Uh-oh, fat shaming. I ordered my first box of the Cigar Authority 12th Anniversary Special Limited Exclusive Delicious Lanceros. I'm glad I did. You didn't ring your bell. These are really good. He, you're not talking about it. The citrus notes <laughs> pop through at times, adding character. My idea to clear out the remaining stock, run a special for a couple of weeks. The four of you sign the boxes. I would purchase another box in a heartbeat. Heck, make it two, and I'll gift a box. I'm far from a marketing guy, but I know what I like, and this would be a neat collectible for me. Who knows? Maybe you move a few more boxes, and the listening world won't have to hear the bell ring. Uh, I've said it before. If you buy all three boxes and you leave the comment signed box, one of those boxes will be signed. All right, so he's got to buy three. Yes. He was looking to buy two. You saw what he was doing yeah. there. He's a salesman. If he's looking for a job, we got a place for him. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's Jeff. That's Jeff. And this is the last one. we got to pick one to win the prize. And this is Ben writing through the contact us page with respect to awesome daughter. Gentlemen, I wish I could include a picture with this email so I could show you what I'm talking about, but hopefully you'll get the idea. This Father's Day, our family was on the road visiting family, so there wasn't much of a chance to celebrate. No big deal. I don't get into celebrating things about myself anyway. That morning, however, as we were all waking up in the hotel room, my 12-year-old daughter gave me a card that I will keep forever. A little backstory. She's not my biological daughter. She's been in my life since her mother and I met when she was three or four. I've called her my daughter ever since, although we have our moments. I love that kid with all my heart. The other thing is, her and my wife both absolutely despise my cigar smoking. They accept it, although because they understand that it's not just a hobby, it's the only thing that really allows me to calm down when I'm feeling a bit stressed out. On more than one occasion, my wife has said, you need to go smoke a cigar. So to get to the point, too late. In the card, my daughter gave me was a perfectly drawn, not traced, Cigar Authority logo. And a card with a note that she addressed to Dad Joke Supreme and ended with Love, Supreme Daughter Sarah. Not going to lie, guys, my allergies were really getting to me, to me when I read that. I'm pretty sure it's the first time she referred to herself as my daughter. When I saw the cowbell smoking, I knew I had to message you guys. I'll be framing it and putting it on the wall. Thanks for doing what you do, and not at all sorry for the long email. And then he adds a little dad joke. What do you call a cool toad? Totally tubular. That was the dad joke in the card from his daughter. I don't get the joke, but totally T O A D instead of T O T. Toad, totally tubular. He has to be from California. 
Dave's not really big on the dad jokes. So this is a dilemma I have because that was a very nice email, but the mm. other two people actually made a purchase, which gives them a... <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I'm going to vote, I'm gonna go vote for number three because I'm a stepdad, and I get it. When the first time I was referred to as dad, it, it, allergies definitely became an issue. Um, so, yeah, he gets my vote. So why does allergies have anything to do with when somebody does something nice, people get allergies? I've heard that before. Your eyes tear up. Oh. You blame it on the pollen instead okay. of the emotions. Something was in your eye. Okay. So, Chrissy, what do you think? Who gets that? Oh, come on. I'm a softie. <laughs> I know. You know, you you know, know I'm going with that. So, so let Ben have it, although I, I hate not to give it to Paul and Jeff because they made a purchase. And my, my thought was to say to Jeff, uh, we're sending you the package. Do you want us to include those three boxes of Lanceros is where I was going to go with that. Yeah. But uh, we can't because that Ben thing was good. And um, he could have took a screenshot of it and emailed it unless he made up the whole story. Well, the way, <laughs> I feel like that's a far-fetched The way the contact us is set up, you can't do an attachment. Oh. Uh, but, okay. but Ben, I'm going to email you to verify your address. Send me a picture of the picture. Yeah, we can give her a shout out. Yeah. It's nice that they, they don't want him smoking cigars, and yet it's Father's Day, and they let him off the hook a little yeah. bit, and it's nice. I like that. It's nice. Uh, we're smoking uh, the Cuvée Grand Lancero, uh, and this is a, I said, a 7 by 40 Now, you know, our Lancero is a 7 by 38. That's right. It's a real Lancero. Real Lancero, yeah. which just was a little bit bigger. Mm. Um, maybe worried about the draw, but mm. we said we got to go strict with this. We had to make our Lancero exact because the proof was Lanceros don't sell. I love that thing. I don't know. You look at it, man. I think it's perfection. So What? The, Lance, the Cigar Authority Lancero. If you how don't, many, if how you many don't do you have them. in your humidor? I, I have a couple left out of the box that okay. I bought. Oh, you said that. that good. You said that. Yeah. You said that. And if you're not buying them because <clears throat> you're worried about your fingers or anything, you're making it All right. Mistake. So now I, it's time for me to ask the help of our listening audience. If there's anybody within a, I would say, 60-mile radius, mm -hmm. that, that's good enough to come to the store, right? Yeah. yeah. So Two Guys Smoke Shop is running the Cigar Smoking World Championship 2022 on Friday, July 29th at 6 o'clock. This is a qualifying event for, at Two Guys Smoke Shop. The winner will get $1,000 towards their flight and hotel to Rocky Patel's place where they're going to have the U.S. Championship. When you win that, you will go all expense paid to Croatia where you'll be in the World Championship. So this is a qualifying event. You'll automatically, the person that wins, will go into the U.S. finals of it. Um, it is Friday, July 29th at 6 o'clock. You need to buy a ticket to be a participant. They're $59. It'll include dinner, drinks, and the contest. So um, it starts at 6 o'clock. You have to be here at 6 o'clock. The rules will, we're going to eat at 6. The rules will come out at 6.30. At 6.40 it begins. And if you're not there at 6.30, they're not going to let you participate. So your time has to work out for you. But we need contestants. It's embarrassing. We only have a couple of contestants. People have tried it. They're not doing so well trying it, so they say no. Well, the reality is at the qualifying event, and you've got plenty of time to practice, but the, between now and then, if you can smoke that cigar and get a solid 40 minutes out of it, you're going to be in contention. 
That's the thing. People are like, oh, the world record's four hours. That guy trains for that in the weeks leading up, and you can do the same. Yeah. And anybody here- Just get past this. If anybody gets past this here, I will personally be coaching them and showing them how it is that you make yourself be a better better slow smoker. So you're saying, I I don't want to win the championship. Where do I get a trip there? Because the winner gets approximately $80,000 in prizes. $80,000. And the winner to the U.S. version gets all expense paid trip to Croatia. I've never been to Croatia, but- that's cool, right? Here it's beautiful yeah. this time of year. And you're going to be with all the other people and stuff, and you'll be representing us, and we'll be rooting for you, and we'll do things. Yeah. I don't know what, but we'll do something. So Ben Struble, the guy that won the email a week, is in the chat room, and he says, you will email the picture, and he will buy another box of Lanceros <laughs> that were awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, sure. we're paying the shipping, so yeah. you may as well load up. Okay. Uh I got to everything I can so we can squeeze it in because we missed it a couple weeks in a row. So it's time for the Classic 3-Way, and it's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between, with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic Cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20, and sold in five great sizes. Classic Cigars. The most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Okay, Chrissy, you're doing this. Yeah. You know how to do it. Yeah. Without going over it. you got to write it down. you got to write it down so there's no cheating going on. Okay. I believe Barry Stein is the champion. Sure. Let's go. Let's go with that. It's been a while. So we'll start with you, Barry. Born today, George Michael was an English singer, songwriter, and recording producer. He is considered one of the most significant culture, uh, cultural icons in the MTV generation. Wake me up and before one of you the, go-go. That's right. And one of the best-selling music artists of all time. I don't know about that, but... 100%. Are you out of your mind? Really? Yeah. George Michael, born today. Barry, what year? 56. 1956, he says. 64. 64. 1951. 51. 56 will take it, Barry, because it was 63. You said 64, Chrissy. That's yeah. going over. So Barry gets the point there. Chrissy is a singer herself, big into music, so she should have uh, got that. But she was close. But I mean, that was one year off. All right. So this guy is maybe is like Australian, but he's not. Um, <laughs> born today, and this is to you, Chrissy. You're like Australian, but you're not. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, if you're from New Zealand, <laughs> it's the same thing. Kind of like Irish and Scottish. Yeah, all right, Canadian. Rick Gervais. Ricky Gervais, yes. Is an English comedian, actor, director, and writer best known for co-creating, co-writing, and acting in the British television mockumentary sitcom The Office. He was born today. Ricky Gervais, what year? 57. 57, she says. 1952. 52. 61. 61. If you get... um, Exact, you get two points. Cool. 
So, Barry Stein, two points, 61. 61. So, Barry has three points. Jonathan has zero. Chrissy has zero. I have two more questions and a tiebreaker if we need to get to that. And we are over to Mr. Jonathan. Born today, Anthony Bourdain was an American chef, author, travel documentarian. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't just help with the Spanish words. I help with the English ones as well. Who starred in the program focusing on exploration and international cuisine uh, and the human condition. Born today. 1947. 47. 62. 62. What do you... So you're not allowed to pick the same number as someone else. Yes, I, you are. Oh, I had 62. You had 62. Yeah. Both of you guys are over. Mr. Jonathan will take it at 47. It's 56. Oh. So Mr. Jonathan gets a point. If Mr. Jonathan gets two points, we get a tie, and we go on to a tiebreaker. And this is the fourth question. One, two, three, four. Back to Barry. The first commercial color television was transmitted by the Columbian Broadcasting System, CBS. While color television sets were generally not available, it was estimated that about 4,000 people saw the first color program today. What year was that? 62. 62. 58. 58. 1965. 65. Everybody is over. It was 1951. Wow. 51. So that's it. And I had a real tough one here for you. I'm going to throw it at you also for the historians out there. Custer's last stand during the Battle of Bighorn. 600 men in the U.S. 17th Cavalry led by George Custer was attacked by 3,000 American Indians led by Crazy Horse and the Cheyennes with a one-hour attack and found... uh, until every last soldier was dead. What year was that? 1731. Oh, you're not going to bed? doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, 1734. 1730. 1876. Wow. I wouldn't have a clue. I'm not from this country. You know what what Custard was wearing when he was killed, right? Custard. An an arrow shirt. An arrow shirt? Yeah, it used to be a brand called Arrow Shirts. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. It was funnier in the 70s. Right, when, 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 it, when yeah. it existed. Do we have an opposite of a bell? Can I hit that for that joke, <laughs> please? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's somewhere. Sorry, Barry. All right, so um, I went through my humidor. We burned through a box of these, or we'll let the guys downstairs have one, and uh, it'll be over. Um, so I'm going to have a space in my humidor. What do you buy? Should, what should I buy? Is there something that sits in the sales show floor that should be bought and, and replaced? Well, you're, you went through a box of Lanceros, so you should have at least one of each color of the Cigar Authority Lanceros mm-hmm. as a commemorative. I agree with that 100%. I'll buy them next year. It'll they'll take be, up, still be here. It'll take up roughly the same amount of space, and you'll be able to have that story to tell. 13 years I do, from now. I don't have a box in my humidor, so that's interesting. Yeah. I, sh- I should put a box of each one. If I could get them autographed, I'd be interested. <laughs> if I buy three, I get an autographed yes. one for sure. Yes. And all of us autographed it, including Ed Sullivan? Correct. Really? Yes. I could even throw in if you want. Yeah? Make it extra special. Yeah? You wouldn't wait till after PCA? Like you're not looking for something new to put in there? Something new and amazing? I'll tell you, if the Padron... 
by Fuente or yeah. the Fuente by Padron comes in, that's a collectible. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. I'd be waiting. Till I, after I'd the want show. one of those in there for years and years. Although you got to think everybody's going to do it. That's what makes something non-collectible. That's you know, oh, this is a collectible. Partigas one fifty. Who yeah. has that? Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. It's very rare. I think uh, I think that becomes one that people lose their will. And you see they start that? See the picture it. I posted on social media yesterday, Barry? I put on Facebook. Me and Edgar Cullman. Yes, I saw that. Edgar Cullman was the guy that put out Potagus 150. And that was on our 10-year anniversary. That came out in 1995. So we opened in 85. 1995, we're going to have our anniversary party. So I'm go to the trade show, and I'm looking for special cigars mm-hmm. to have at that. And they introduced Potagus 150. And they say the date that it's going to come out, October, November, wherever it's going to be. And it was two weeks before my anniversary party. So I went up to Edgar Kuhlman and I said, I got my 10-year anniversary coming, but it's two weeks after this. Any chance I can get them in advance? Two weeks before. Before. Yeah. I want them two weeks before anybody gets them so I can give them away at my anniversary party so everybody gets one. And he said, you know, David, this is the date of the... I said, I understand. And then he said... Yes, you'll get them. So I got a whole bunch of Potagus 150s two weeks before they even came out, and I gave them away to everybody. Not only did I give everybody a single cigar, which was the the A, which was the Churchill of it, that today is probably hundreds of dollars for each one of these. I got the remaining boxes, and I had them in the raffle and gave them away as raffle prizes. It's like, if you could ever go back in time, what would you not do? But how awesome is it when you you make a big ask like that, and the guy who has the power to say yes or no, that okay, fuck it moment. Amazing. We're doing it. And I even thought before I asked, because it was such a big thing that was coming out, and I said, do I dare ask this? But here I am, he's there, and I go, I'm going to ask. I'm not asking him for free. I'm looking to buy Mm, these things. And I ask, and he... Seemed like he was going to a no. And I said, I understand before he even answered. And he said, no, I'll do it. It's 10-year anniversary. This is a big deal. We'll do, we'll you do know it. what was awesome about RTDA back then? You didn't know what was coming out until you went to the show. Well, that's interesting because I hear people in the media yelling and saying, "You, uh, why aren't you letting us know in advance? Mm. And you want, even when they're saying it now, it's too late. You should have told us and got the hype going. There was something to showing up. And, and you didn't know till you got there. Yeah. It was special that you went there. And I wonder if maybe there should be more of that as opposed to tell, again, we're, we want to report this stuff and say it, but it is a missing thing. Yeah, and there's no reason to go to the trade show anymore because you know of everything coming out before. You know of specials or what have you. Right. It's at the point where like, oh, you know what, I don't have to go. So maybe, somebody would, do, make, maybe you, somebody would do that that, you know, Hold it back. Don't tell anybody you're even mm-hmm. coming out with something. Mm-hmm. You show up. La Fleur Dominicana is there this year. Mm-hmm. They doing something? Yeah, they got a cigar coming out. Okay. that was mentioned. Uh, name escapes me. But All right. But every, every, the, yeah. the word is out on everything, right? Pretty much. Yeah. So it is, it is a missing thing that yeah. ends up happening because we'd go there and then there'd be a buzz in there and we'd all be at the cocktail hour and stuff. Did you see it? Blah, 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 blah. And everybody's mm-hmm. talking about this mm-hmm. thing where 
again, it's not the media talking about it. It was the buyers yeah. sitting and having a cocktail talking about this thing. That That's something that you, you can only have if there's a buzz to be had about something. You can't you can't build the hype up for that because you're not going to have those conversations. You're not going to have the level of excitement. Because really, besides that Padron and Fuente thing, if if it even comes yeah. out, is there anything that's like, oh my god, I have to have it? No, I've been working on, on the list of of wants from the show, and it's probably the smallest list that I've ever had. And there's so much coming out. Yeah. And there's so much coming out. I, I again, I hope I'm surprised when, when I get there. But um, yeah, I got nine items on my list. Yeah. All right, Monday or Tuesday, yep. I'm coming in, and we gotta uh, lock this in to, to to the game plan. And we'll give you the game plan next week. Uh, Ed'll be here, and I'll tell him uh, where we're gonna eat, and when we're waking up, and when we're going to sleep. I mean, you've been through this before. Yeah. It's uh, it's not a vacation. It's uh, it's the Super Bowl for. Cigar retailers. 36 hours of work almost straight. Yeah. With a nap. So next week, Ed Sullivan's back, and we got a, a whole new month of care packages ready to hit. And it's 4th of July weekend, so we're going to light up four different firecrackers, one every 30 minutes. And um, we're just, as I say, we're just a week away from the trade show, so we'll prepare for that live on the air. And until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you learned something today. It's not Not absolutely not possible, but it does make you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.